When you have hair loss, it can be such a scary and deceivingly lonely place. But you know what? You're not alone. You are here with me. Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Hi, I'm Deborah Heim. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, a wig boutique owner, and wig wearer myself due to alopecia. And this is my tell it like it is take on all things alternative hair. I also happen to be a certified confidence coach, so I'm going to be sprinkling in some mindset hacks for good measure. So take a deep breath, sit back and relax, and listen to my favorite ways and my best advice on how I help others and help myself to rock that alternative hair. We're going to drop that shame and stigma. What is that about anyway? Now, let's do this. everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. And this is Deborah Heim and you may have noticed that this episode is a little bit sooner. I'm trying to get back on the midweek vibe. Plus, I've had a couple things come up repeatedly this past week, so it kind of motivates me to talk about them. Today, I'm going to talk about oh and that's other people's problems or perception, whatever you want to call it. But sometimes your significant other, sometimes people you don't even know, will ruin your positive mindset as far as alternative hair. The first example that comes to mind is, okay, I've got to admit, I'm part of a chat group that is on the 90-day fiancé thing. And on this show, there are is at least one person that wears long extensions, and it's a huge change from last season. So here's the thing. She went on, she was like, she admits their extension, she's not trying to pretend, and she's wearing them because she wants long hair, and I give her credit. Not everybody is that courageous. But in the group, there was a comment from somebody that it was actually awful, and that's the, the... Like, it's not funny to make a joke at somebody else's expense. You know, of course, that comes from a deep-seated insecurity. And I'm going to explain that, what's going on behind the scenes. Okay, this person has really curly hair. And she had a picture or a meme or whatever you call it that compared her hair to Raven. She was also going on about, you know, how fake and phony and stuff like that, which, okay, I do this for a living, and I'm looking at her extensions, and they look pretty good to me. Okay, so I'm like, what's at the bottom of this? Of course, I commented in a non-derogatory way, but I just wanted to bring up that whatever reason somebody wants to wear alternative hair, it is valid. And I was very nice about it, but I said, you know, kind of, I've seen remarks like that send people back in time with the fear. So 
the person apparently was offended. So they went on to tell me, number one, that I have a low IQ and that she found my comment hilarious. And then she went on to say, to explain, her hair looks just like that, but she doesn't have extensions, which I take to mean that she thought hers is better because she grew it. But you know what? She didn't even realize what she had said. Because I came back with a reply. I thought about not replying at all. And like I said, I'm not like this online, but I couldn't resist. So I came back with a reply saying, you know what's hilarious? The fact that you would say her hair looks like Raymond noodles, but then in the same sentence say you have hair that looks just the same. But either way, okay, what's behind this? The fact that she has long, outstanding, curly hair probably one of her best features and people that are known for their hair like they they can have an insecurity that they're not good in any other areas which you know this is just crap but I'm just trying to explain she is under the impression that somebody else having pretty hair makes her less special and you know that's something that you know I help people with so I kind of can read into what's going on behind the scenes but you might find that Somebody that has outstanding hair might insult your extensions, your topper, your wig, what have you, and in no way does it look bad. In fact, it looks good enough that they're worried that somebody may not think they're just as pretty. I've seen this in my shop a number of times. Uh, one case in particular, this girl that, and I love when somebody comes in that that's, you know, going to get the relief from the hair loss that they're looking for because, you know, I'm really good at what I do. And I, it just brings me joy to watch people get excited to look in the mirror again. So, one of the nice things is when somebody's open-minded when they come in and they'll try other colors than what they, you know, their hair used to be like. That's another episode. But anyway, she chose a shaded blonde, which was just stunning. It looked great on her. And her sister, who they always bring somebody for an opinion, but you know, and I kind of understand it and people are welcome. However, be careful who you choose for that opinion. The sister was trying to tell her that she didn't look good and that she had spent $600 or whatever to get her hair that color. So I'm like, okay, there it is right there. Again, you know, somebody having something that somebody doesn't have can cause them insecurity. I see this quite a bit when people bring in the friend that wears wigs. Like, you know, and I get it. We're all on our own journey. But when you are at home and you're choosing your wig one at a time, you know, there's a few things I know by doing what I do that you may not know. And when I get somebody to look absolutely outstanding and the friend has a problem with it because they want to look that good too. But there's this thing that people think that by asking somebody for help, it means that you're not good enough or what have you. But so they don't want to ask me for help because, you know, you should be able to figure it out on your own. But 
and also the other thing that goes into that is the whole money mindset thing. People think that they can do it cheaper. This is something I come across every day, to which I say, good, if you can do that, more power to you. Yes, there are lesser expensive wigs out there, but it depends on how you want to feel about yourself and what level you want to take it to. So again, sometimes with the more expensive wigs, people do not want to allow themselves, like there's some type of guilt feeling that goes along with it. And hey, I'm trying to change that just as much as I'm trying to change general mindset about alternative hair in general. Women continually put themselves last, and it is not extravagant to want to look and feel good. Next up, daughters and significant others sometimes have a problem. Sometimes the daughters get really uncomfortable with mom looking that young. I know it sounds crazy, but I've seen it. And I've talked at length other times about how significant others also feel really insecure sometimes. And it's just, I mean, it's human nature, but don't let somebody control your joy or your choices of what you're going to wear. And surprisingly, and and this might get taken the wrong way, but before you send me a, an email, let me tell you that for the majority, they are not like this, but hairdressers have a really hard time letting go. I, I And listen, I'm telling you the evidence that I've seen for five years, a lot of the people coming to me don't like their hairdresser or are not getting the results from their hairdresser. And it almost sounds like a coercive control type of situation because they know they should leave, but they can't, you know, there's a whole bunch of mind stuff there. But for the most part, hairdressers, and this is classic, they will be somebody that trained probably in 60s to 70s. They will have had past experience wearing, you know, that little bob wig. Yeah, I used to have fun. I used to wear falls. I used to wear, well, technology's come a long, long way since the bob wig. The other thing hairdressers are completely guilty of is telling clients that I'm ripping them off because... A synthetic shouldn't be that expensive. Like somehow there's this mindset that human hair is the way to go. And you heard it heard first here in 2017. I started saying long and loud that alternative hair does not need to be human hair. Of course, you want a good human hair wig. Every woman should have one, but don't for a minute think that somebody will be able to tell that your hair is alternative if it's not made from human hair. And I got another episode about all kinds of sourcing for human hair. You may not be aware of it, but you really do want to know where your hair is coming from on that wig. And I can tell you, pre-COVID, it was so much better. And the quality coming out from just about everybody has been a little bit dicey. So when you are looking for human hair, just make sure that you absolutely trust who you are getting it from. And there are plenty, plenty of trustworthy specialists in human hair out there. So I'm not saying there isn't, but... Don't for a minute think that the only way to go is human.
And the last thing that's other people's perceptions, and I'll wrap up this week with this, just the fact of extensions or a wig in general. They have, I'll tell you, the trauma from a bad wig goes deep. People are terrified because of wigs that they've seen on other people, or perhaps they had a relative in the past that used to obviously wear a wig, and it it really has traumatized them. Just even the mention of the word wig, they're like, no, 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 and they begrudgingly come along with the person to the shop, but as they're sitting there, they're looking at them and saying, oh, it looks like a wig, and I'm like, it does effing not, because I'm good at this. It doesn't. In fact, the other night, I had clients overlapping. Of course, some people were excited and get there early, and she came in as the other clients were leaving, and one person was wearing the wig that she found and that I helped choose. She was wearing it out, and the person with her was not, and the lady that was coming in couldn't tell. She's like, well, who in here has a wig on, myself included? And she couldn't tell what the wig was and what, in fact, she thought the person with the real hair had the wig. No, and it's not to say anything about anybody's hairstyle, but the hairstyle was particularly, I mean, let's just say from a past era. And so, you know, people... I don't know. I mean, that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, yeah, I hope you get a few laughs listening to this podcast because I'll tell you, you have to laugh at situations because, you know, that's what makes life fun. So anyway, thank you for listening this week. If you go to my page, DebraHeim.com, I do have something on my site where I have that style guide, 10 Ways to Make Your Style Memorable. And there isn't a picture of it in anything, but if you just click there for a limited time, it will be free. And I think I started to talk about this last episode, but don't think I followed through with that part of it. Another thing you can do is shoot me an email and I will email it to you as well. So if there's something you want to hear about, talk about, I have the Wise Wig Advice Support Group on Facebook. You can email or message me, and I hope to hear from you. Until next time, peace, love, and alternative hair. If you enjoyed this episode, you might like working with me one-on-one even better. You can check out the options at debraheim.com. You can find my shop at verybestlittlehairhouse.com. And don't forget my Wise Wig Advice and Support Group, also on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. But until next time, peace, love, and alternative hair.